So it's a me, Miles Morales. <laughs> Wait. And we're about to enter the Spider-Verse. Yo. Well, I guess they're now we're recording two today. So whatever. yeah, we had an episode come out last week. Uh this is our first live recording since uh yeah, I went to Japan for like most of May. Um sorry. Yeah, and our editor Jamie quit, so we <laughs> <laughs> so we he could, he uh, went to some show called Joe Rogaine Experience. I I don't know, but yeah, we're talking about my uh, across the Spider Verse. Wait, is that the first one we're doing? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> you guys are keeping me on my toes. I guess I was my brain was switched to a different one. Yeah, that's the point, bitch. Uh, uh, um, but what a twist. Spider-Verse, Cross the Spider-Verse Part 1 is the uh, first part of the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse. Spider yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who uh, are have basically uh, lived the, the movie life and just watched trailers as they came out every week, you would know that the first teaser for Across the Spider-Verse was named Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Yeah. And then in viewing in this movie, you realize why. Because this is a really big story and it needed to be split into two. And so they just changed, they kept it across the Spider-Verse, but dropped a part one. And uh, kind of a spoiler, the ending of this movie uh, is a cliffhanger. Reveals the the title for part two, which is going to be the third movie. Yes. Um, It is funny that they completely dropped part one from the marketing on every trailer since that. Yeah. Part one, just because Mike, you, I was, you, my wife, surprised. and I saw it. And when you guys saw that, they're like, why is it such a cliffhanger? I'm like, guys, it's part one. It's part what? Yeah. So, those we're, are we're the... Deathly Hollows part one and two again, boys. Woo! We're, so, uh, <laughs> we're catching fire. Part <laughs> one and two? Uh, what? Yes. Uh, we're, sure. we're, uh, All we need is for the Twilight author. New Moon Part 1 and 2? All we what? need is for or the is author. Or is Eclipse Part 1 and 2? I have no idea. Yeah, you guys watch Twilight. You right? guys are the movie yeah. guys. I Yes, but you're the... It is New Moon. New Moon is yeah. Part 1, Part 2? Uh, okay. All we need is for the author to become weirdly transphobic. <laughs> uh, anyways, so those who were living under a rock like I was didn't know there was a it was a part, gonna be a part 1. So I was genuinely surprised when it did pop up, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> when it uh, ended, and Mike and my wife were both like, wait, what? <laughs> Keep going! <laughs> um, yeah, when you're sitting in the last 10 minutes, you're like, where are they going to go with this in yeah. 10 minutes? <laughs> there's, there's been two hours already, and it's like, there's so much to do. <laughs> the music keeps telling me it's ending soon. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So let's start off with... Uh, step one that almost everyone's going to start off with. Good lord, is the movie gorgeous looking? So Holy back, fuck. yeah, yeah. They do so be looking good. Into the Spider Verse in 2018 changed the formula and the standard for animated movies forever by being like kind of the first animated movie in like years to win the Oscar 
and steal, call, it, and steal call, it away from Disney. And yeah. cause like six movies to go, what if we animated at 12 frames a second? <laughs> what if we animated and made it look like that too? Yeah. So <laughs> Q, Q and Kid Cudi. <laughs> um, yeah, so since then, there have been a bunch of copycats. And here in 2023, Phil Lord and Chris Miller come back to take back the their throne. The best copycat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come back for their crown to come back on top. And um, honestly, I think they've improved their game. So, oh, for 100%. sure. So I have like this feel. So like uh, they do something interesting with this in that it's a very mixed media type of like kind of look. Yeah. Every dimension, every multiverse has their own art style. Um, and, uh, like Gwen Stacy specifically has like kind of that concept art painterly look like watercolor. Almost. Yeah. And like, the thing is that like, um, it depends on, uh, it kind of follows, uh, the mental state of the character that the camera is like pointing to. So there's it, the, the camera is basically just in the point of view of Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and each time the background just loses less and less detail, it becomes more painterly as she just focuses on her dad or whoever she's talking to. Um, and I, I think like they utilize some sort of like AI thing because like the, the way it's like kind of like animated. Cause like, you know how you can put in like a JPEG or like yeah. uh, Van Gogh's, starry night or something and then have it animate over something and so it'll just take the painting and just stretch and warp oh it. i got you that's what i kind of feel like i so I, they, w- I feel like they did some of that i would be f- highly surprised if they did because i feel like a lot of the movements were too like deliberate um well i, I feel like they can easily just animate something without textures and then do a simple um concept art like one still and then so, have it have the ai animate according to like the texture so the reason animated. i think that's not what happened is because there's actually been a lot of behind the scenes stuff that is released since the movie has come out mm. and like uh <clears throat> hobie also known as punks spider punk yeah uh he took two years by himself <laughs> to animate for that, this entire that movie. makes sense which would have been before like the ai boom yeah, because yeah, he's got the entire, like, pop punk, almost, like, magazine cutout Yeah, he's, glue a collo- he's got the collage look. Yeah. yeah. And it works amazing. So there are points uh, in the movie where you can kind of just, like, lose... Your eyes just start to lose focus. Because um, you're trying to look at everything. everything. Well, it's also because you don't... Because, like, there are moments where you, you're looking at spider punk, and it's, like... Uh, trying to look at an Eldritch being. Because <laughs> I'm like, I can't comprehend what I'm looking at and I don't know what it looks like. Um, but uh, for like 90% of the time, he looks like uh, a figure, a person. So, yeah, I will say that in contrast from the first movie, they've done a much better job of visually showing different styles for every like spider person. Because mm-hmm. in the first one, they had like... They they had different like looks like obviously uh, Penny was more anime esque and then Ham was more of like the classic cartoon, mm-hmm. but in general they still looked like Cartoons. the same animation style, just different colors and like character like portraits. And I think that's kind of like the point because you don't want like uh, too many drastically different art styles just hanging around. See, you say that, but then in this movie they said "fuck you." Well, they had money they had, this time around. They had, <laughs> They, I, they had money for the first one, my guy. I mean, they had money for the first one, but I mean, comparing the two and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one, it was 
it's very interesting because you can see just how ambitious they've decided to be yeah since like yeah. i i will say this movie isn't all just like oh easter egg oh easter egg it like it doesn't focus on that yeah. which is good but as someone who's sitting there and seeing all of it i'm like oh, they actually acknowledge spectacular spider-man <laughs> yeah people actually care because i like the show yeah but was, i remember when it was the best like the uh, spider-man show to come out since like the original Fox you one. say that but while it was airing i fucking could not find a single person who who watched it that's because they're like 10 years old and they're not online that's true i <laughs> i think i was that age when it was on but uh because i i feel like spectacular spider-man fell into the same hole that uh the batman did do you guys remember that one? Yeah, I like the Batman. It was one yeah. of my favorite uh, favorite um, Joker incarnations. Yeah, that, that was a fun one. I I, like I that loved one that version of the Joker. I also love uh, Tom Kenny as uh, Penguin. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I loved all of them as they uh, I, like I all of their. I like their all of the interpretations of all those characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then once they started incorporating like Superman and the rest of the Justice League, that's when I just got older and like I couldn't watch cartoons that early anymore or something. Yeah. But, uh, no, they had Spectacular Spider-Man. They obviously brought in, like, scenes from the live-action movies. Uh, I didn't so- see any Tom Holland in there. I, I just saw Garfield and Tobey Maguire. No, because... I don't uh, think they have access to him, That's right? because Sony didn't make the Tom Holland ones. Yeah. They loaned the Spider-Man IP out to Marvel for that for the Tom Holland ones. Yeah. Well, I think it's still under the Sony brand. I think technically, but I think when it comes to like showing off in movies and stuff, I think the Tom Holland Spider-Man is in this weird limbo. Mm-hmm. It's like the Kingdom Hearts of Spider-Man. So <laughs> it's trapped between Square Enix and Disney. Uh, this one is trapped between Sony. Huh, Disney's still there. Uh, <laughs> but no, Andrew Garfield. Um, uh, why can't I remember Toby his name? Maguire. Toby Maguire. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had uh, a fucking Venom. Yeah. Tom Hardy Venom reference in there, which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I, I think I missed that one. That was when Spot went into the convenience store and was talking to that one to Asian a human lady. lady. Oh, okay, yeah. She's like, "What? You're just, okay. is just a normal Tuesday for you?" Okay, and I'm coming like, out of a multiversal portal. Okay. I see like, what you're and saying. And she's now, like, yeah. "I don't give a shit." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the convenience okay. store owner Got from it. Venom. Okay. Uh, also, Sony uh, doing some aggressive marketing for the next uh, PlayStation Spider-Man game. Uh. It's not out yet, right? It's yeah. not out yet. Oh, okay. Uh, Miles' roommate. Ned, yeah, Ned's playing yes. Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah. And then... Uh, Marvel Spider-Man is in Showed up. Just Yuri Lowenthal's Spider-Man Dude, is in when there. Dude, when I saw it show up, Mike and I yeah, looked right. at each other and we were like, oh, oh what there's the fuck? A, then there was also like uh, PlayStation 2 Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Okay, I was, they, they brought in everyone. I was really... Dis- everyone is here. Yeah. So there's one part where... PS4 Spider-Man is chasing Miles, and I'm really disappointed that there wasn't a QTE prompt that popped up (laughs) above him when, like, he was... I kind of wish that they had a moment like that just to acknowledge it, but, you know... No, it it only shows up for him, so we can't see it. Exactly. Um, I think it is surprising how well they built out the different Spider-People characters. Yeah. Like, you would think with how ambitious this movie was that there would be some characters they would introduce and just kind of drop off but i feel like in except for the techno spider girl 
I feel like almost all of them. The VR chat Spider yeah, Girl. <laughs> I feel like almost all of them had great uh, personifications, characters. They had their small arcs and, and whatever. stuff, mm-hmm. and it felt it felt it, every moment you had with them felt earned. And you you grew to like know these characters and actually care about what happened. Yeah. So like, uh, an, a less, um, a less good movie would introduce five thousand characters and you would not remember a single one of their faces or names. Um, but you show off. I mean, like, there's uh, once it kind of gets going, um, and you get to see the other spider people, um. There's a good chunk of them that you remember and a good chunk of them that you just like follow their small arcs. Like they're, these are like written characters, but there are also just like thousands of other Spider-Men and Spider-Girls like in the background Um, and they're there for a gag and they do their part. Or just to fill space or something like that. Yeah. Um, And everyone is like used like properly. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the therapist scene where he's like, and then I went to Uncle Ben and let me guess he died. Yeah. (laughs) that uh okay kevin i gotta ask you you are in contact with friend of the show angel (laughs) um how did he feel about the interpretation of scarlet spider i didn't uh talk to him yet actually oh damn it (laughs) i wanted to know how we felt about it because like ben riley being a brooding (laughs) wannabe it was so good even though he's uh, even though uh miguel is already trying to be that yes (laughs) i just I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of my backstory. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus. Or when he's choking someone, it's like, you can't escape my well-defined <laughs> muscles. It's just like, oh, fuck. This is, I need to know what Angel thinks about this. <laughs> um, also, twi- how the uh, different, uh, I guess, animation styles interact with each other, I but, think worked out really well. By the way, I fucking love Da Vinci Vulture. Yeah. He has hammer space. <laughs> No, I I love that too. Yeah, no, I love that's the comic great. Ref of like, oh, he's got hammer space, and then the quick little like box the popping comic up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the first movie re- leaned in on it a lot because it was very comic book um, referential. Yeah, uh, they reference a lot of like just the look of comic books, and because um, like you know whenever he would do like an impact frame, it would turn into like yeah. a comic book page. Uh, they kind of just removed that. That wasn't the thing uh, in this movie. Um, Except for, like, just those bits. Yeah. Where they show bits and pieces of, like, their origin dimension when they're fighting uh, I would, different characters. I would disagree. I feel like it still had that comic book, like, pow effect when he was fighting Spot. Yeah, there's just to be moments here and there. Yeah. Um, oh, can we talk about the, like, great character arc for a F-tier villain? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, there's a... Uh, then um, the James Gunn Suicide Squad... Also, uh, uh, this yeah. kind of thing where they turned the polka dot man into an actual character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, for those that don't know, the spot in the comics is, like, a nobody. Is a villain of the week. Yeah, he, he is a little villain of the week. He is literally just a show up so they have something to do for a couple pages and then leave. But here, they, like, do a really good job at making him, like, terrifying but in, he, in a comedic way because a comedic, he, but, he, he realizes what he is. And he, yeah, <laughs> but also in an organic way because yeah. he starts super bumbling. Yeah. But then, like, he gets pissed off enough to where he's like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to not – I'm not the villain of the week. And then you just see him escalate. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. 
Um, no, uh, this is, this movie is like uh, is just another nail in the multiverse of madness coffin. <laughs> Fucking so disappointed in that Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> Didn't see it. Uh, There's only so much Sam Raimi love I can give it, but after <laughs> that, it's like yeah, they they did not use it well enough. Uh, because like this is one of those movies that yeah really um, takes advantage in the aspect uh, the aspect of the multiverse. Um, and it really like takes care of like kind of just the scope, uh, just, uh, just as much as like everything everywhere did. Yeah. Because in the grand scope of a multiverse, um, you kind of like they uh, they always, uh, introduce the d- decisions and consequences of um like repeating events and like uh, which one is the right path and. Um, how are you so it's like a little bit like a time travel conundrum it's yeah. a little bit of like a, a moral conundrum and like those are like they, they should all be like the centerpieces of every like just kind of like multi-dimensional multiverse movie mm-hmm. i do like how this one doesn't go anywhere near the time travel aspect of it though mm-hmm. i like yeah. how it's purely just like multiple like versions of a timeline yeah the way i understand it is that they're all moving at the same at the same time time. yeah yeah. and the and the way they traverse multiverses uh like the dimensions um they're only going parallel to the time it's not like they go backwards in time and then jump to a different that's what i liked a lot yeah Yeah, i think that helped them a lot with the whole aspect well and i think it also helps the viewer like keeping track of what's happening in their head too Mm because like keeping one timeline is easy to follow because then you're just like okay they're just jumping to another thing yeah they're just moving parallel that's exactly like you said easy to follow uh nothing's uh, like gets it doesn't get too confusing or convoluted and it doesn't yeah. and they don't write themselves into a wall of time travel. This this is a movie I think I could safely recommend to my parents mm-hmm. and not be worried about them going, ah, I don't get it, and then turning off the movie. Um I also like how it kind of brought up a plot aspect that for some reason I never thought of until it brought it up of like cause uh twenty ninety nine Spider Man, also known as Miguel, is telling Miles, like, you can't be part of this. And do I, what should we save that for spoilers? So, yeah, save that. Yeah, for we'll save that for spoilers. But well, I'll just say that there are certain plot aspects from the first movie that they bring up that I'm like, I, that shit. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Um, so we talked about visually, it's gorgeous. Uh, all the art styles and stuff. Character wise, it's great. Gwen got some love in this movie. Gwen got a lot of love. Yeah. Uh, so the movie starts with her, and then it starts becoming more of her story. Um, and she's like the first one introduced in this yeah. movie. She also has some really good quips. Yes, she has some really good I, quips. I, I do love the general uh joke of because there's <laughs> something that, there's something that happens, and uh they come back to the, like the spider base. And just every Spider-Man is quipping at them about what they did. <laughs> They're like, okay, just get it out of your system and fuck off. <laughs> um, no, what was I going to say? Uh, everything was gorgeous. Characters. Characters. Ooh, we got on to Gwen. Uh, oh, the... I Okay. My wife brought this up, and I tend to agree with her. I don't think the music was as good as it was in the I first one. I was literally talking to Kevin about that, and I think I mentioned it to you guys a little bit. Uh... Not that the music's bad in this one. It's just I liked the music more in the first one. I would agree. Um, I think just they had more iconic songs, I would say, 
for me at least in the first one that I could jam out to. Whereas this one was a lot more uh, lo-fi. I, I've, I've th- this one I think focused more on soundtrack as yeah. opposed to songs. Uh, also, just a side note that Kevin mentioned to me as well is you you thought it was kind of quiet, right? The 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 voices, okay, the voice acting. So apparently there was a news report that came out. Yeah, apparently it's an actual like movie mixing issue. Yes, and it's not the is it news. So here, okay, when we saw the movie, yeah, they didn't at, play it to you guys properly. Okay, is that y- what happened? Yeah, because yeah. we we're playing it properly. Yeah, because uh, the our theater, I guess, an email came out. And they uh, mentioned that, hey, you need to turn certain things up because we mixed it uh, we, with our mixing and stuff. It'll sound, uh, God it'll sound correct. God damn it. Okay. Yeah. There was a news report that came out that a bunch of people who saw the movie are like, it was really hard to hear the voices yes. of the characters. And, a, and okay. That's that makes the, more sense. Yeah. Because I also thought it was quiet, and I was that was like my one concern. Well, I, was I like, could hear the dialogue yeah. very clearly, but for some reason, some of the music aspects were, were. like way quieter than they should be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a very like kind of dynamic um, sound mix. Yeah. Uh, Do we think it was probably built more for like Atmos or something? No, not really. It's, it's, I, I think it just it's built I, for it's built for like Dolby surround sound. Um, but yeah, uh, Lord and Miller wrote. Um, a letter to exhibitors to play it in a, at a certain volume and just raise it up. Mm. Yeah. Um, so if it's if exhibitors are playing it just right out of the package with just default sound settings, it's going to sound too quiet. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Because that's that's what we, that's what the issue was for me at least, kind of at the beginning, especially. Yeah. Uh, I it just was, felt like the music was overpowering the voices. So if it wasn't for the fact that there were people next to us that I would have to walk past again. I would have gotten up and gone to a manager and been like, okay, what's going up with the audio? Yeah. Because it was bugging the shit out of me. Yeah, it was bothering me too. And it was like the first thing I noticed as soon me- as someone opened their me- mouth. Meanwhile, my wife is like, oh, I didn't notice anything. And I'm like, you're not helpful. It was literally like the first thing I noticed the moment someone talked. I was like, wow, so, that's not. I, that's why I love my wife. But sometimes when I see <laughs> movies with her, it bugs me. Because I'm like, oh, man, that's super annoying. That I, She's like. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so just if I feel like I'm getting gaslit. No, I was I was in the say I was there with you, man. I was just not saying anything because I was just trying to listen. Just get through it. Yeah. Um. Uh. But the I can. I I love hearing um the music sound background in uh, this movie because it kind of like it maintains kind of like miles is like he has like a theme yeah song mm-hmm. that plays and so there there's like those little leap motifs that play um throughout the entire thing and at the same time everyone has their own little motif and like kind of like their own uh soundtrack like character theme uh, and it's like just mixed whenever they're doing their own thing and then every dimension has their own like kind of just yeah. like musical I, thing i will agree with you i think the background music for each char- like character's theme i think was done better in this one mm-hmm. but i didn't get my bombastic song that i can jam- like i just wanted that one song to be like yeah this is the song i need to get me going for whatever is about to happen next yeah and that's what i was really that was the only thing that was really lacking as far as like the music aspect um that uh ludwig gornson do the music for this one again also i just generally love the <clears throat> designs of everyone Oh yeah, everyone just. I think everyone had a great design. 
Uh, oh, yeah. you, everyone had a subtle difference depending on which like Every, multiverse they were everyone in. Everyone had was awesome. a very clearly defined silhouette, yeah. which is was, usually how you can determine if a character design is good. Right. Um. Honestly, I'm trying to think of what else we could cover in the non-spoiler section. Because do you guys have any cons? I. Well, the audio wasn't that good. No. Um. Yeah. um I would say besides the audio. Oh, Daniel Pemberton did the music for this one. Let's see. Okay. What what else has he worked on? That name sounds familiar. Bad guys. <laughs> okay. That tracks. Like, I'm, I'm gonna have too. to like I guess get really nitpicky. I guess. So, well, on. I mean, yeah, we're because uh, I will say like, for me at least, this was like. This could be a ten out of ten, but I can't say that just because. There's going to be a part two, and I need to see it out to the end. So I want to give it a tentative nine out of ten mm. in my personal, uh, like personally, just because of that aspect. I I will say that this movie suffers from Lord of the Rings syndrome, where it had six endings <laughs> back to back, <laughs> where it could have ended. Where you're like, okay, this is where we're gonna. Oh, it's still going. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, really? it's gonna end. Oh, okay. Guess we're still going. I okay. I don't know because like, I I wasn't looking for that, so I didn't get that feeling because well, I didn't know there was like a- I had that feeling because the music would swell up, swell up, swell up like it's gonna cut to credits, and then it would cut to another scene, swell up, swell up, swell up, cut to another scene. It's like okay, how many endings are we maybe, gonna get? Maybe that went over my head because I because I didn't feel that. I felt like oh man, they're going on the next thing. Here we go. Because I was excited for the next thing and the next thing. I didn't think about, oh, this is going to be the end. Oh, this is going to be the end. Yeah, the way I felt, like, ha- kind of like the third act. Like, things were always happening. And yeah. they, they didn't have, like, a sense of finality up until, like, it actually ended. Because, yeah. um, So, I didn't I didn't have that, like, kind of just, like, uh, Lord of the Rings, multiple, uh, like, ending uh, cock blocks. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. Uh, ending blue balling. Yeah. Uh, that the that Lord of the Rings had the the only blue ball I had was at the very very end when it did actually end. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a uh, it so the way it ends is kind of like it's kind of just hype and it's yeah. uh it's like getting everything together to finally Not not a bad thing. Just and like this is, man. This is like um second to last episode of the season type feelings. Oh yeah. Uh it's like we're going to go into the final battle. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um my my cons is that it just because it's a part one of two. It doesn't finish any of... Well, it finishes, like, some story threads, but it doesn't, like, satisfy um, a lot of, like, the arcs and stories that are established in this movie. Right. And as far as... So I can't, like... Like, narratively speaking, that's the the uh, weakest part of this movie. Are you kind of on the same boat of Mike of, like, it's kind of hard to judge it properly without a, the part two? Yeah. I would say that except um, Infinity War and Endgame perfected it because those were two separate movies, that, but they were two parts of the same movie. That's fair. So okay. Infinity War, uh, some people have, are like, Infinity War is better than Endgame, and some people are like, Endgame's better than Infinity War. Well, that's a good thing. But that, but that's because, like, they're both separate good movies, movies. that can, like, stand on their own. Um, but they're also part one and part two of, like, right. the bigger movie. Like I said, that's probably, like, my... Con. And, um, I mean, like, it's a, it's a big shoe to fill and it's a kind of like a big standard to be at but um yeah i kind of this uh is not this doesn't have the same feeling and of finality so where would you put between like 
Avengers and this movie, where would you place Dune on uh, that like spectrum? Yeah. I feel like the story wasn't complete, but I feel like Dune Part One and Part Two are going to be able to stand on their own. So, yeah, so I, I I don't remember if I said this during Dune um, was that it was like it felt like the first movie um, yeah. of a thing, and it felt like a kind of just like a complete closed off movie enough because, was tied up at the end yeah to where new plots could be opened up for the next one yeah it felt like star wars yeah, um yeah. star wars ends with them looking out at uh i think the galaxy and just yeah you know yeah. after getting their asses beat um and you know just like we will rebuild we'll fight back against the empire um and that's what Ka- dune part one was yeah it didn't feel like uh um it didn't end it sort of like ended on a cliffhanger but it was like we, there's still the I need cl- to, I need the, to rescue my yeah, family. I was, right. about, I was about to say the cliffhanger is what are they gonna do now? Yeah, yes. that's the cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Um. But at the ending of Across the Spider Verse, your pet you're left with the characters in a situation that they need to like solve. Like now. Like now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. And there's still like there's still things like going on at that moment where at which point where it ended. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um. Trying to think, anything else you guys want to bring up before we get into spoiler talks? Mm. I think I'm good. I think I'm ready to go spoiler. Did you guys um, get distracted uh, for every like, um, okay, uh, scenes you've seen in memes? Whenever they would show up yeah. in the movie, would you get distracted and be like, "Oh, <laughs> no," because um, it's like it, you know, there's the there's the. Uh, grounded bedroom scene where she like grabs his sketchbook and is like oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. he's and then she's like hey i you want to get out and then she's like rolls out of the window and then i just i just do the sniff noise to myself <laughs> he runs up to the window and i just go <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what? i'm ruined I, this movie is ruined i see more of the memes of she opens the sketchbook and it's just her with a fat ass <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um and i'm like ah oh, no i'm sorry um, i did get distracted because i fucking loved Moonbotten uh spider-man yeah he was so funny he was great uh watching him like web sling across the city was so like, fun just, and interesting it looked like watch. yo-yos just throwing yeah. yo-yos it was great Those are his uh braces yeah i know <laughs> and i uh i actually found out in this behind the scenes thing that the animators based his web slinging movements on a like thousand year old uh indian martial art Oh, that very, originates from a very specific part of India. Wow. It was very trapeze-like because mm-hmm. it, it seems like... It, yeah, because the like way he, he was He moves like a thing. trapeze artist. Yeah. Yeah. Because he would build, like, constructs with his webs in order to swing through them. Mm-hmm. Although he can nat- he can ordinarily do ordinary web swinging, too. Yeah. But, it's uh, not but he cool. has, like, extra, extra style and... Yeah, he has to style it. Yeah. Uh, I did like the part, like, I love chai tea. Chai tea? <laughs> You're just saying tea tea. Should I get some cream cream for my coffee coffee? And it's funny because Spot makes the same joke about ATMs machine. Yeah. ATM machines. Yeah. It's an automatic teller machine machine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's funny. Um, that was uh, just one of my more favorite scenes just because. So like the, the entire first movie is Miles coming into his own. He picks up a he loses a mentor, picks up a new mentor. Who at the same time is not as good as a Spider-Man that he's he was. He's learning how to teach. He's yeah. learning how to teach and in so gaining confidence in himself. But also has a 
megaton of experience. Yeah. So he like eventually teaches uh thing, and then there's like an, all this imagery of like him web swinging and like wall crawling uh poorly in the beginning and then getting better and yeah um i was afraid that like there would be uh we would retread Ah. um arcs again and a lot of like sequels fall into this pit trap where their main character just does the same thing or they have the same problems that we solved already in the first movie um no he's a competent spider-man yep the city doesn't hate him, and he does his job. Yeah. Yep. Like, he's good at beating up bad guys and, like, arresting Well, them. you guys, except let's for, get into the spoilers. Except, then. For, except for the baby powder incident. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm we're getting into spoilers now, everybody. Three, um, two. Sh- wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, no, we're getting into spoilers, then you can He's not going. done yet. I'm oh, not. Okay, it's so. not a spoiler. Oh, it's not a spoiler. Okay, never mind. <laughs> trying to pull my pants out of my <laughs> pants. Um, and so, like, he's... Uh, uh, He's like a verified Spider-Man at yes. this point. And so when he is working with the other Spider-Men, uh, they're... He's not lagging behind. He's no. not... He's, uh, yeah, he's... They're just doing their thing. Yeah, he's in the rhythm. Their sixth sense, Spider-Sense, is communicating with each other, and they know exactly what to do. They're like a fucking, like, elite strike team. Yeah. And, like... It was, Mom- like, The Mombatan, like, dimension was, like, one of my favorite scenes in that movie. so cool. Because they were it's so... It's built for Spider-Men. Yeah. And they were so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, a multi-tier city? Yeah. Like, come on. And here's the traffic, and here's the traffic, yeah, and here's, here's the more tra- traffic, <laughs> and here, oh, more traffic. <laughs> um, fuck, yeah, okay. Actually, it's not built for spider people, because there's too many people to, <laughs> to <laughs> rescue. Um, okay, I'm ready to go into spoilers. Okay. Three, two, one. Man. It's a me, spoilers. Could Miguel have brought up the cannon to Miles in the most... Dumb ass fucking way possible. You think I'm so? so okay. Let's let's break the this is one of my cons, but I didn't want to bring it up in the non spoiler section. Okay. So uh there's the canon. Right. Where they're scripted events that have to happen within the universe in order to make that Spider Man a Spider Man. Yeah. Like right. to kind of like cement and atomize their character. Right. Uh but, like, in bringing this up to Miles, they tell him, yes, your dad is going to die and we're going to let him die. Mm-hmm. Well, when's it going to happen? In exactly two days. Motherfucker. <laughs> you could have just said, you You could have lied and been like... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, there could have been, like, an extra aspect of, like, betrayal or mystery to it of, like, listen, someone in your life is going to die. Uh, you could even be, like, we know you're, you saw your dad dying. We know it's going to happen. We just don't know when. It, it, But there's no way to avoid it. Mm-hmm. And you could have gone that route and then have it find out later, like, oh, no, we know exactly when it Well, will. that's not a very Spider-Man thing to do, though. They're still Spider-Man. They're not going to lie to each other. Okay, I'm sorry. You think the more Spider-Man thing to do is to lock him in a bubble and go, you have to watch your dad die. And then we're all going to, the entire universe, uh, multiverse of Spider-Man are going to guard you. Yeah. And make you watch your dad die. I don't think that's any more Spider-Man. Well, they're not lying. proud of it, but that's why they're not going to lie to him, though. No, no. I, I, I don't I'm sorry. think so. I, I, I very think it was much... fine the way it was done. No, I, I was not a fan of that plot. I'm fine with, like, the canon plot point, 
I'm not fine with all these spider people being 100% on board of, like, uh, clockwork oranging Miles to a chair and <laughs> making him watch his dad die saving a kid. I'm sorry. I'm not okay with that. I don't think, um, though, I think it's just, like, kind of, like, the small group of people in uh, the Spider-Verse know about this. Or, like, know specifically Miles' story. Yeah. So I think they're all just following orders. Most of them are just following okay, orders. Okay, but still, th- except for Hobie. Yeah. That's I because did, he was there. No, yeah. I did I did like Hobie just being like like the entire See, I'm so t- punk rock I, I, aren't you in a band? I don't believe in consistency. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also like the whole time leading up to like Miles meeting. Like, oh, he's I'm just, so excited to be Hobie's like, eh, you yeah, shouldn't be. I yeah. mean, an institution is institution. They'll find some way to be power hungry and it's like, no, nah, I, I think this is the, why are you stealing things? It's like he's got enough. <laughs> and meanwhile he's doing his thing and like yeah. as soon as the shoe drops, Hobie's like, Yeah, I quit, bye. Yep. <laughs> um so i do like how they like weirdly ke- <laughs> for someone who hates consistency hobie is very consistent mm-hmm. in the punk rock aesthetic yeah um i also really like the the story reasoning behind why the spider-verse uh like strike force came into being Mm-hmm. I, I think it does a really good job of painting Miguel's character. And, like, it kind of explains why he's such a broody asshole. Mm-hmm. Why he's the Batman of Spider-Man. Yes. But uh, I also just generally like that they did a lot of, like... They they did a lot of credit for 2099 Spider-Man. And I'm very happy for that. He's, like... I love that Spider-Man run. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm glad they did him justice. Um... I am waiting for the Fang aspect to come into more play in part two. I'm I'm waiting for something to happen with that. Yeah, because like you only see him be vampire for just the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vampire shit, and then he like stops being. Except being vampire I, shit. I'm a little disappointed <clears throat> it didn't come up. I was almost waiting for a moment for him to like think about doing it to Miles. Mm-hmm. I wanted a moment when he had Miles down and you see him like about to do it, mm-hmm. but didn't happen. Uh, still, I, I kind of feel like it was really weird. The instantaneous connection between him and VR girl. Uh, I mean, no, because he has communication things. No, then... like they can be chill, but like, I just like the immediate like connection that I was just like, okay. Well, I think uh, it's that every, uh, because they're all spider people and they all come from like kind of just the same background, yeah. um, they all kind of just sympathize with each other. So, although a you lot know, of them until are, they want to clockwork orange someone. Yeah, I mean, like they uh, they all have their order to capture Miles, um, and then I think like really if they once they get down to uh, the final moments of actually getting him pinned down, I think they'll actually hesitate. By the way, I did because like they sp- have that hero aspect. I yeah. did like Spider Cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that just threw oh, it's a up. cat that's a Spider Man. I like the T Rex. No, no, remember it was the cat that smacked against his face, scratched him, and then yeah. when he held it, it like Shot spat up a hairball of web at his face. Oh Spider-Cat. yeah, Spider Cat. Yeah. Um, no, the spot. I really. I think I it's... like that he became an eldritch being. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when he fucking absorbed the particle. Uh. 
at the end and he's just like he has no borders anymore mm-hmm. yeah. nothing is consistent on him i'm like holy shit this is <laughs> awesome yeah i know um and then i do like that they made him the guy that got hit by the bagel yeah <laughs> in the first movie mm-hmm. that's such a random bullshit thing to like <laughs> make him be but it works so fucking well because I see all the memes online labeled the bagel incident. And it just shows uh, Miles throwing the bagel. And as soon as it hits, it does that Eldritch. And it shows like Eldritch like spot. Um, uh, there was. Oh, okay. So the plot point that they bring up that for some reason I didn't think about like the consequences of or not. Like Miguel's like, Miles, you can't join your spider didn't come from your universe. Mm -hmm. And because you got bit, the existing Spider-Man died. And and so that basically confirms the universe's rule of there can only be one Spider-Man at at one time in one universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was... Well, sort of, sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) There are... Because, like... Uh, you know there are other people that are that have spider powers but like there's only kind of just like one and only like spider-man i guess is what they're establishing yes and it it was interesting that they visited the world that that spider came from earth 42 yeah Yeah. i i like that a lot because it's like good that's something you didn't i didn't think about it when i watched the first movie and then when it brought it up i'm like oh shit that's right no yeah. mutated spider, no Spider-Man. What the? I do think it's weird how just minus one hero in New York is a fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. wasteland. <laughs> a, a fucking yeah. Like, the Sinister Six gang takes over uh, Manhattan. It's not know. like they have Iron Man or well. The Fantastic you gotta also remember Four some of these or... universes don't have those heroes. True. I mean, canot- that could be one of those. I guess he- that's yeah. true. Yeah, they do make it canonical that some universes do and don't because have- like. I think the argument is that Tom Hardy is the Spider-Man of his universe. I I was under the impression that they were going to try to establish their own. That's that's what was in the talks, but I think after they teamed up with like Marvel, because I know there was a moment where they were going to have Tom Holland and Tom Hardy fight. Yeah. In one of the movies, but then they just like scrapped the idea. Yeah. So I don't know what's. Morbius is there. Not. I don't know. Morbius, Orpheus, Morbius is gonna fight, fight Venom. He's gonna morb out on Venom. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, please have sex. Have sex. <laughs> <laughs> Make a scary vampire face at the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's that's what Miguel should have If he really wanted to catch Miles, it should have morbed out on him. Also, uh, <laughs> Donald Glover just being. Oh my They're god! Just that's... showing up as the prowler in this yeah. okay. one of them. So, so I was explaining this to Mike, and he doesn't fucking remember Homecoming. No, I, I remember this. Yeah, I was actually about to bring this up. So actually, one, Donald Glover was the first uh, on-screen voice of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. The first time Miles Morales ever showed up on screen mm-hmm. was an animated form, and he voiced him. And also, <laughs> he wanted to play Spider-Man, uh, half jokingly, but like half seriously, yeah. like just. As a celebrity, he was just like you know tweeting out, I was like I'm going to be, I want to be Spider Man, and then yeah, he in Homecoming, in Homecoming, he's Uncle A.A. Ron, <laughs> he's Uncle Aaron, uh yeah. So that scene where he's um he sells weapons yeah um to Vulture and uh like his crew, 
And so Tom Holland's uh, Peter Parker finds him. And then he's like, why do you sound like a little boy? I sound like a man. <laughs> yeah, because the little AI brought up his ID too, and it said Aaron Davis. Yeah, uh, but he, but like, yeah. One of the things he said is, is like, you know, I understand. I have a, I have a nephew too. Yeah. It's like, yo, when is it? When is this web thing gonna go away? It's like, oh, it's gonna melt after an hour. I got ice cream in here. <laughs> uh, so that that's like a, a Donald Glover. That's not. I don't think that's MCU Donald Glover. Like as a prowler, I think that's no. Just... I think it is. That's my head cannon. It's, it's there's too and... much time to pass, or or like it's. So that would be like current MCU Donald Glover, yeah. And he's prowler, and I feel like there's no reason for him to be doing <coughs> shit like that in like that universe. I disagree. What if <laughs> that here, wasn't no, ice cream under there? Here, here is my argument why I think it's true. Mm-hmm. One, uh, the alien invasion of New York. Fucking alien technology everywhere. Plenty of shit for him to do. That's what the Vulture was doing. Mm-hmm. Two, fucking Infinity War, half the world just goes away. Fucking, you're telling me crime wouldn't all of a sudden pop off? You're telling me they wouldn't be a market for a bunch of drugs and shit? Because mm-hmm. people are depressed because I just saw mm-hmm. Nana fucking turn into confetti? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think there was a market for Prowler to exist. So I think it is current MCU Prowler. I think though, like he would show up in other people in other New York superhero stories, though. But because it's the same Daredevil, I guess I don't know. Uh, Well, we've clearly established that Marvel doesn't care about Daredevil anymore. They don't care about Jessica Jones anymore. They don't care about Luke Cage anymore, and they don't care about Iron Fist anymore. This guy hasn't watched She Hulk. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I only try to watch good shows. <laughs> she Hulk is garbage. Uh, I don't because like there are a bunch of like superheroes that are based in New York, right? Um, oh, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. but in the MC- current MCU and like. Oh wait, I did forget. Daredevil did show up in the most recent Spider-Man. Yeah, because he was the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I did forget that part. Yeah, I think. Um, I also like he's the lawyer they could afford. If pro- <laughs> if Prowler's prowling around, I feel like he should have like shown up on someone's radar in any of these like New York-based superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, for every New York-based superhero, there's like seven New York-based villains. <laughs> so like, who knows? Uh, I was a little bit disappointed that Spot never said, uh, "It's all about the Mets, baby. The Mets, <laughs> baseball, <laughs> baby. Hot dogs, popcorn. Not, yeah, better." Kingpin. That's Kingpin's thing. He's yeah. Dead. Okay, then maybe Spot talks about the Red Sox. I, <laughs> I mean, Spot was just talking about a bagel. That's good enough for right, yeah. right now, right? Um, it's also funny that how a bagel has a hole. He also <laughs> is full of holes. You know what also is utilized <laughs> by the ba- uh, by the bagel? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, he brought it in. And it talks about multiverses. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. In the bagel. Do we, do we think Michelle Yeoh is going to make an appearance? That'd be funny. That'd be great. Are you guys watching uh, American Born Chinese? No. I don't know what that is. Huh? The Disney Plus show? No. No. It basically, just, they just recasted everyone from everything everywhere. Oh. That's oh. Funny. It's about a Chinese high school, Chinese American high school kid that has like superpowers. Oh. It was advertised during the Oscars, remember? I don't remember. Okay. I'm sorry. Disney Plus barely exists on my radar. Um, No. Honestly... Everything considered, I 
just like everyone out there is saying, I could not recommend this movie enough. It's like I can't like I, I we got this ass in a PG movie. <laughs> who? Who? What ass did we get? Someone said ass. Oh, yeah. Okay. I uh, thought I thought you meant at, I'm like I I looked like just, and Mary I'm Jane just, didn't show much, but but yeah uh, yeah oh, you were I, I already said Mary this Jane? earlier but like Gwen Not had a mom. lot of good lines and I was, was afraid very where you strong. were going when you said Gwen had a lot of right <laughs> after we were talking about ass. <laughs> no, that mom. I missed you too, but I missed you too, buddy. <laughs> um, no, uh, she just had some good quips. Yeah, and. Uh, because I didn't really think of her too much, honestly, in the first one. Because, <coughs> uh, like, yeah, she was... Um, uh, her fight with uh, Renaissance Vulture was, like... like she really had was, her own was, character in this. Yeah, entire. she classic Spider-Man quips. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, when uh, the, uh, or when the, Miguel the Spider-Woman that came on with the motorcycle, and she's like, can you be my mommy? Yeah. Can you adopt me? <laughs> what? what? Mommy? What? I mean, sorry. Mommy? Yeah, sorry. sorry. I, I kind of like Miguel shows up. You're like... Uh, Blue Panther, Blue Crusader, Dark Garfield. <laughs> and he's like, shut up. Uh, no, honestly, I recommend this. It It's another movie that makes me sad that more people don't take animation seriously. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, it got brought up during the Oscars, but it's something I always try to tell people. It's like, guys, animation isn't always just for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it could be Kate. It could be like a more kid like targeted movie that doesn't make it bad. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I feel I, I, I'm kind of sad that more people say because I've got a family member who I've recommended like Spider-Verse. Like it is a legitimately good movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you like the Marvel movies, you'll like the. And she's like, oh, I can't watch animation. I'm like, why? Yeah. She's like, it just messes with me and i'm like you messes just, with yeah. <laughs> they said, think of the past she says i just can't I, I just it just doesn't work with my brain and i'm like no you just think it's for kids uh-huh. that's yeah no i have family members too like my siblings they they have no interest in watching any of the 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 animated spider-man or just animated movies in general i mean yeah yeah but, like i try i try to tell i try to tell my uh brother and sister and they were just like not happy. they're like eh maybe eventually they don't know, and that just that just you know equates to them. They're not interested in seeing it. Meanwhile, you're over there going, "No, you don't understand." Yeah, <laughs> they have ass. <laughs> uh, like, I, they I have mean, good storylines, but ugh. but cake. Uh, no, I think honestly, I've I'm tapped out on what to say about Spider Verse. Hundred percent, you have to see it. It's this and the first Spider Verse. I think are required viewing. Did we even mention that? Uh, the the ending at all we didn't even like not say even it. Spoiler section. yeah we didn't even oh, say no, it in the spoiler section yeah well, Shit, so, i thought so, we did no oh. we didn't that's why i was like waiting for one of you two. Oh no i thought we did because i was like it has a lord of the rings problem uh, we're oh, talking no. about the canon events yeah no i uh i i like the twist at the end of like because they have this weird spider <laughs> the robot go, the go the, back the go home machine or go yeah, back machine? the most terrifying <laughs> looking like because it's a giant virtual robot that. that fucking webs you as if you're gonna get eaten yeah um so it scans the DNA of whoever's like getting sent back and it sends them back to the right dimension. But with Miles, he got bit by a spider from a completely different dimension mm-hmm. and it read that DNA strand. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he went to Earth 42. Yeah, and he encounters Prowler Miles. Yeah. Um, and Jeff is the one that died, not Aaron. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and so you're like in a in a evil universe, a la Star Trek, and uh, it's Miles versus Miles, and um, he's got because he's raised by Rio as a single mother, he speaks more with like a Spanglish accent. Yeah. Um, and uh, there, there's a lot of bunch of just like Easter eggs, like the Sinister Sticks, uh, giant logos in the background of each of the game yeah. headquarters have their own logo. Um, I. I do like... There, New York looks like Detroit. Yeah. So I will say they actually su- did a surprisingly good job of making Prowler Miles threatening. Mm-hmm. Because one aspect that he does that I like a lot is that he puts on the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you have to let me go. And he's like, <clears throat> why should I? Yeah. And he moves his fist to put it next to Miles' head. And he purposely scrapes his knuckle across his cheek just to cut him. Mm. Just to be like, listen, like, you're not making demands here. I'm the one in charge. I like that part a lot. I think it did a good job of, like, within, like, 20 seconds characterizing. Yeah. uh, It also gives him, like, different, like, personalities. And you can just see the difference. Yeah. You know, you can see it and you just, by their actions and the way they talk. Um, it also, like, uh, it has, like, a really cool bait and switch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because, like, once, once Miles escapes the spider nexus, uh, He's just running. He's, yeah, you know, he's running. Um, he teleports back to what he thinks is his Manhattan. Um, and then you're also cut to the other strike team, uh, led that by That went Miguel, to the right universe. That went to the, like correct universe and so they're hunting him down and, and you then, all and we all think that at that moment in time at least you were like in the same universe yeah and then uh, it's in, until that like gwen actually looks inside the window and there's like no one there and then yeah. you cut to miles and like wait a minute yeah something's not right yeah um there's <laughs> the mom's like, like you're you in comic-con or something <laughs> it's like what's spider-man yeah. <laughs> um it's also uh what one of the cool things about like just kind of like the writing in this is that he completes the car- the arc that was set for him for this movie so um at the the beginning of the movie is him worrying his parents and he's trying to be bigger than who he is but he's also wants to impress um you know the the new friends that he's got the new spider people that he's yeah. got and it isn't until the end of the movie that he confides in his mom and that he's spider-man and it's like something he was like battling the entire thing he like he wants to tell someone he wants yeah. to rip too open bad the it was wrong mom yeah. um so he like uh narratively speaking he completes his arc like he got through the wall of trying to tell his parents like his parents will still love him even though he's spider-man um and he learns and accepts that uh but it's twisted because it, that's the wrong mom yeah, yeah. um and uh, he's then you're in the wrong place and oh my god uncle aaron's alive and he's loaning out he's a lone shark to his own mom and they may be banging. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, but, like, I was, I had a fear going into this movie that, because, like, based off the trailers, uh, the trailer, the teaser is uh, Miguel chasing um, Miles. And then the trailers that are out are them going through the Spider Nexus. And I was like, is God, I hope. be the whole movie? God, I hope the Spider Nexus isn't the entire movie. <laughs> and um, it's and not. The, and Mumbatan was completely hidden as far as I can tell yeah. in the trailers. No, there were there was like a trailer specifically highlighting the part where he's like, and this is traffic, and this is traffic, okay. and here's the traffic. Oh. And I didn't watch any of the trailers. So I don't there, think I remember trailers. There, too. there was that part, but uh, honestly, it did not like 
highlight how much of a role Moonbotten was going to play. Or Spot, because Spot uh, the tra- uh, and the trailers were just like, uh, yeah, this is just the intro scene. I Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. he was just going to be an intro villain, and then Miguel was going to be the real villain, but then it's like, the they're tra- both the real villain! Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I still believe in Miguel. Yeah. I don't think of him as a villain. Just but, uh, two people kind of just like an unfortunate He's just situation. Darth Vader. He's just Darth Vader, you know? He's misunderstood. Yeah, I see him more as... Because the overall antagonist is still Spot. Well, yeah. And then you have all these smaller arcs of And the real villain is God. I think uh, yeah. Miguel is more the Shadow the Hedgehog of... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's uh, that's Ben Riley. That's uh, Scarlet Spider. Oh, okay. Uh, Maria. Noir, Noir was in there, right? For like... Three seconds. You think they're gonna at get the very uh, no, so gonna get Nicolas Cage to, to yeah, voice act him again? Gonna, yeah, there's no way Nicolas Cage wouldn't voice him again. In the I next don't think movie. he's part of the team. I think uh, Gwen just had to no, go no, back no, yeah, to yeah. Gwen to, just got them, but I also wonder if they're gonna reprise their roles. I, I think assume so. Um, but yeah, no, every they got everyone back. Um, they because uh, like it's, it, I, I feel like I. Madam Webb should have been in this movie, but I Dude, feel like she should have been. Oh but my I guess God. she would be in the second one. I was thinking that the entire time, and I forgot about it until we mentioned it. I want Madam Webb. Fucking. There, she has to show up in the next one. Did you play Shattered Dimensions? Yes. Oh, okay. I have not. Um, I also watched the like Amazing Spider-Man animated show. The, yeah, the '90s Fox Spider-Man, where yeah. Madam Webb's like giving orders from a chair. Yeah. Peter, the spider chair. Yeah. Peter, you have to do this. The balance of the Spider Verse depends on it. Yeah, no, no, no. I want. Oh, that's Madam Web. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's I, got. She got the big. She's got yeah, the white. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought she would be at the center of it, just like, and Miguel is like her right hand. Yeah. But not. Nah, it's all his idea. Well, because he wanted to be daddy. Take. Well, maybe she'll be in the th- at the end of the third one. She'll just be like, it's all coming together. I feel like I she's know. gonna play a role in the third one. I think I she's gonna she be does. the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah, she could be the again. Deus Ex. They get the very end or something. I don't the know. webs cannot be untangled, <laughs> for they are converging towards me. Um, <laughs> I don't think I, she's like that. So that should be teased at the very end. One of the two. Yeah. With that, take our review as it were. Uh, but I hope everyone's excited for Beyond the Spider Verse. In March of 2024. Is that a release date? Yes, it oh, is. Oh, did you guys want to give ratings real quick? Uh, I, already, I gave my rating at the, at the not I, I would say solid like nine. Uh, I would say solid like eight and a half, nine out of ten. Um, I don't think I can raise it above an eight because it's like half of a movie. My balls are blue. <laughs> I was saying, I was telling Mike uh, earlier in the week. I was like, this could be a TV show. Yeah. This is a, this is a ten part TV show. Because there's like a lot of things you can do. Uh, visiting Announced as dimension. an Amazon Prime exclusive. That turns me off. <laughs> <laughs> that not actually it being a TV show turns me off. And like, is, if it was a TV show, I probably wouldn't watch it. Yeah. yeah. But you guys know about Secret Wars? No. Yes, and I'm not gonna watch it. I was like, oh, it's a TV show. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, with that. Uh, Sorry for the long hiatus, but we're back. You can find us at Twitter at Bun, at Bun Cinema. Uh, if you wish to help support the show and help us do more cool shit, you can find us at patreon.com slash cinemabuns. With that, I'm Ritter. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben Riley. And <laughs> Scarlet Spider. <laughs> and my... It's me, Ben Riley.
Dhamma Bhav